Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, the 8th of February, and it's International Epilepsy Day. And a big happy birthday to Nick Nolte, John Grisham, Trini Wardall, and Ralph Lippin. There are a further 15,845 new cases of COVID-19 and 373 additional deaths announced yesterday, but that's down over 20% in the last seven days. And over 18% of the population have now had a first dose of vaccine. Vaccine Minister Nadim Sahawi says things are on track, but dependent on supply. I can tell you that yesterday, between 11 and 12 o'clock, uh, we almost got to a thousand jabs a minute. We got to nine seven nine jabs a minute. So the deployment infrastructure um, of which GPs are absolutely uh, the backbone of this whole deployment, the deployment infrastructure can do the volumes that we'll get through. I'm confident we'll meet our mid-February target of the top four cohorts. As the vaccine rollout continues, there have been calls for a vaccine passport to allow those who've had the jab the chance to travel. But Labour's Ed Miliband thinks there are more important issues for the government to worry about. We're five or six weeks on from the South African variant being discovered. We still don't have a quarantine system in place. So let's proceed a step at a time. Of course, let's look at the vaccine passport, but let's get the quarantine right and let's get the vaccine rollout right too. The biggest concern currently is the South Africa variant, with authorities over there suspending use of the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine as tests show it's less effective against the variant. They'll switch to Pfizer and Johnson & Johnson. Oxford vaccine lead researcher Professor Sarah Gilbert says the shot still has value. We may not be reducing the total number of cases, but there's still protection in that case against deaths, hospitalisations and severe disease. She also says scientists at Oxford are working on a new and improved vaccine to tackle the variants. Yes, it looks very much like it will be available for the autumn. We're already working on the first part of the manufacturing process in Oxford. Uh, That will be passed on to other members of the manufacturing supply chain um, as we go through the spring. Uh, And it looks very much likely that we can have a, a new version ready to use in the autumn. In the United States, it's going to be a big week as Donald Trump's second impeachment trial is due to take place in the US Senate, while they also attempt to pass a further COVID relief bill, which Joe Biden says is badly needed. I see enormous pain in this country. A lot of folks out of work. A lot of folks going hungry, staring at the ceiling tonight, wondering, what am I going to do tomorrow? A lot of folks trying to figure out how to keep their jobs and take care of their children. A lot of folks reaching the breaking point. Republican Liz Cheney says the second impeachment trial gives the Republicans a chance to step away from the chaos of Donald Trump. Uh, that, that is a person who does not have a role as the leader of our party going forward. We have to make sure that we uh, are able to convey to the American voters we are the party of responsibility, we are the party of truth, uh, that we actually can be trusted to handle the challenges this nation faces like COVID. Uh, and, and that's going to require us to focus on substance and policy and issues going forward. But, but we should not be embracing the former president. Russell T. Davis's new show, It's a Sin, has been a huge hit. It chronicles life in the 1980s as the AIDS epidemic took hold. It's also had a real-life impact as there's been a four-fold increase in the number of people coming forward for HIV tests. And stars Ollie Alexander and Amari Douglas are delighted to see it. Just amazing to see kind of in an in, in real-time response to the show, which was, you know, I'm just really moved by it, honestly. The fact that a piece of television has had such a 
cultural impacts like this, but also the public health impact as well. Still to come on the Smart 7, tributes to Sound of Music star Christopher Plummer and Matt Richardson slips up. It was a busy weekend of sport with the Six Nations rugby starting, plus a full schedule of Premier League action. The big result was Man City beating Liverpool 4-1 at Anfield for the first time since 2003. City capped off a fine performance with a final goal from Phil Foden, who was delighted. Yeah, like you just said there, you know, we haven't won here for a while and um, it's something that the team always strive for to win here. When I seen that penalty go over, I just thought, oh no, um, please don't be the same story again. But, you know, the way the lads um, pulled up the sleeves and, and the socks and showed the courage to play, um, I'm really proud of my team today to get come here and get the result the way we did. For the rest of the weekend's action and reaction, check out our daily sports news podcast, The Sports 7. Spare a thought for comedian and all-round good guy Matt Richardson. He got drafted into Dancing on Ice at short notice after Rufus Hound tested positive for COVID-19 and he skated slash danced for the first and only time last night. Yep, voted off in week one. Sorry, buddy. I took it well, though. Hi, I'm on my way home from Bovingdon. Thank you so much if you voted for me. Um, it has been the wildest weekend. It's been a real roller coaster. I appreciate all your support and everything you've been saying. I wish I could um, hug you all. It's been lovely, and um, please keep watching. Losing to Colin. If I could lose to anyone, it would be him. What? This weekend saw the death of actor Christopher Plummer, age 91. He's probably Canada's most famous actor and he won many awards, including Tonys, Emmys, a Golden Globe and a BAFTA. He was also the oldest person to ever win an Oscar at 82 and he gave a tremendous speech. You're only two years older than me, darling. Where have you been all my life? I have a confession to make. When I first emerged from my mother's womb, I was already rehearsing my Academy thank you speech. But it was so long ago, mercifully for you, I've forgotten it. For many, however, he'll always be remembered as Captain Von Trapp in The Sound of Music. Rest in peace, Christopher. Being the smart seven. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at seven. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa. Smart seven.